Hello everyone, welcome to the week in Nintendo Land, the place where we discuss everything in the world of Nintendo, from the news to the rumors to the games we've been playing and everything in between. I'm Alex Boltwood and joining me today are Nathan Ellingsworth and Anna Karasik. Nathan, Anna, hello, welcome, how are you? Hi, I'm well, how are you doing? Yeah, very good, very good. Very fast up from a great indie direct. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Um, yeah. So there's, there's so, yeah, from the, like you say, from the, the indie showcase, there's so much to discuss and unpack. I'm really excited to talk about it. But before we start, let's just kind of remind ourselves what's been happening this week in Nintendo Land. While we're still waiting on another Nintendo Direct, Nintendo brought us an Indie World Showcase on Tuesday, featuring games such as Dungeon Crawler Hades and Afterlife Management Sim Spiritfarer. Another Wii U title is making the leap to Nintendo Switch this year, with Pikmin 3 set to land on the console in October. And rumours are abound that The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword will be getting a remaster after a now-deleted Amazon listing supposedly revealed a Switch version is in the works. So it's been nearly a year since a fully-fledged Nintendo Direct, but we've been tidied over with a Indie World Showcase this week, uh, which revealed tons of new games, some coming out on the day. Um, Anna, which, which were some of the standouts for you? Well, I think for me, uh, a bad reason it turned into a good reason was Hypnospace Outlaw, because I heard the girl say GIF, and I was like, it's GIF, you know, it's graphics. But then I actually paid attention, and I liked that it was a point-and-click adventure in the literal sense, where you're pointing and clicking through computer screens to go through the adventure. So I thought that was a neat concept. We'll see how it's realized. And then Takashi and Hiroshi was definitely my favorite visually. Um, you know, you have that kind of clay style, but I don't know if the, if the gameplay is going to pan out. It looks pretty simple. Uh, and then my absolute favorite was definitely Bear and Breakfast. It looks like my kind of game. I love sim games. I love cute animal games. Uh, bears are adorable. Let's do it. I'm here. I'm here for it. <laughs> Those Nathan, are the standouts. And Nathan, what about you? What were kind of the, some of the things that you kind of stood out for you? Um, I really liked the look of spirit fairer it's a lot of name there's a lot of games of kind of similar names today so i, I may struggle um yeah spirit fairer the like pirate town management game like oh my god that looks incredible that looks like stardew valley on the seas or something like that and it had this really lovely kind of painterly art style and really good use of color um and i i don't know if it had been announced beforehand but I literally never seen anything about it before and then just it looked astonishing from from point one um so also, I love any management, anything lovely like Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing. Give me something to curate and look after, and I'm so happy. So I'm on board with that, just, just that, but being a pirate. Um, then a short hike as well. I've looked at that one on Steam a couple of times. And again, I don't know if we knew it was coming over, but it looks fantastic. The low poly pixel style, um, like really, it kind of looks like a, almost a DS game or something. It does, but you hear about it everywhere. It's one of those mm. that people whisper about, like, have you heard about a short pipe? <laughs> yeah, I think it was on a lot of um, best of lists last year. Just for, I, I love little contained stories, little three, four hour games where it is kind of like a, you know, yeah, like a, like a, short, a short film or something like that. One story, do it in one sitting, like, um, oh, like Gris and things like that, like, it makes me so happy to go through something emotionally all in one go. Because sometimes with, you know, with, the, with the medium of video games, you choose where to just cut it. And the game may have been like, no, you were just about to get to the sad bit. And I need you to feel what you've just been through. You know, it's that curation sometimes of a smaller game sells it more emotionally than a 20, 30 hour game. So I'm so on board for those two, man. I, they look fantastic. The, the real kind of one that I got really excited about was uh, the Untitled Goose Game multiplayer. Because uh, I love Untitled Goose Game. I was like, I play a lot with friends uh, and, you know, we were trying to kind of invent ways to kind of make it a multiplayer game. And now, because there's finally a multiplayer element, I cannot mm. wait to kind of cause havoc with, uh, with my mates on that game. It looks so good. It's yeah. the kind of game that I keep trying to rope people into. But since it's single player, some people feel weird about you know, being the only one playing. And I'm fine with watching someone play that game and seeing their version of that story unfold. 
but now I feel like that's a, a way to sit around and play that game with my friends and get them into it because it's so everyone should play it once. That, yeah. I feel like that game, everybody should play it once and get to the first ending once in their life. Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely like a hard sell when you try and tell someone who doesn't kind of play computer games. Like, oh, it's about a goose, you know, who's kind of causing havoc. Like <laughs> yeah, you're like village. a mischievous fowl. Yeah. And you kind of get that kind of weird, like, like what? Uh, yeah. But once you play, like, everyone get, kind of gets it. So I'm kind of excited to kind of share that experience with friends. Mm. Yeah. Um, so was there, you know, was there anything that was missing that you thought was going to be announced or kind of revealed or you wanted more information on? It was Ooh. kind of, la- you know, not there and you were sorely disappointed? I thought we were going to get, and as much as I want to say Hollow Knight, I think that's just far into next year. And we heard Sports Story was delayed yesterday, so I knew that wasn't coming. Uh, One I'm looking forward to is Disco Elysium. Um, The kind of top... uh, kind of like a decision-making RPG game um, that came out on Steam last year. And it's very, very choice-based. And you can... I think you're a detective trying to solve some crimes in a very gritty like world that has a lot of stories and interactions of people about like um drink and mental health and stuff it's kind of like a gritty game but uh, it's one of these ones where the decisions you make matter and there's a whole different path that you can go down in so many different avenues because of the choices you make Um, color me interested that sounds like yeah that sounds like exactly my kind of game like the telltale-esque like every decision you make matters um, I saw a couple of things about it and I, it was on my radar and then I heard it was coming out for Switch and I was like, all right, I'm going to no, try and not look at anything else. I've heard enough that it sounds incredible. So, um, And I think that was said it was going to be this year. So who knows, maybe later in the year. But speaking of release dates, I mean, that's coming out later. But we were talking earlier before we started recording about how many of today's games were out right after the showcase Mm. and i kind of wanted to bring that back up i wrote it down because i thought it was an interesting point you brought up nathan about how that uh leaves some of the later games to be lost in the crowd and i wanted Mm. you to kind of elaborate on that because i thought that was an interesting thought yeah well obviously i think a lot of people are going to be coming out of this with clear favorites and um things like spirit fair obviously kind of outshone a lot of the others and there is i think six games announced that were out later today no one can buy six games in one day like i mean i'm sure some people can but good for them um but you know for most of us we're going to kind of choose one or two games and that's why often having one game or two games drop today is like wow and it's a real boost for that game um but you know there's going to be a couple today that are forgotten about because they aren't as appealing as those big games that are announced and they're just going to get lost in the shuffle and maybe would have been served better by coming out in a month or a few weeks and having another release trailer a couple of days before you know it's i think when there is so much being you know thrown out today some of it's going to get forgotten about and maybe shouldn't have so so which ones do you uh, are you going to kind of like definitely pick up straight away and which ones do you do you think are going to kind of get lost in that in the noise basically yeah i'm going to try and have a look now because quite a lot got announced because uh, i don't, can't remember which ones yeah. are out today um but a short hike especially because mm-hmm. that one was built up and we knew it was coming and it's quite a lauded game anyway. I think that's going to be um, picked up a lot and Spiritfarer as well. I think those two are going to be the standout, uh, standout ones. Um, oh, Raji, that's one. Mm, yeah, that, that game really looked good. incredible. I liked the look yeah. of that one. Yeah, that's out today. So uh, the- and Takashi and Hiroshi also is out today, right? Ooh. I think that's, uh, I saw that one out today and I was like, Scratches to thoughtfully, hmm. maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hades is autumn. Okay, yeah, that may be one of the ones out today. So yeah, because that, that looks really interesting. That weird claymation art style. Um, God, I want Earthbound to look like that. That's as soon as <laughs> I saw happens. that, I was just like, <laughs> Oh, that's goals. <laughs> Gonna make a fan video of that. Yeah, I'm just. There's a lot of fan stuff for Earthbound. I'm sure you'd find something. So we've kind of like touched upon it. There's there, there's rumors there's going to be a Nintendo Direct maybe next week. Um, do you mm-hmm. think this was this indie world showcase was enough to kind of keep fans happy to tide them over, or was it a no, little bit of no, a, no, no, not Nintendo fans never. <laughs> <laughs> They're never happy. I'm never happy. No. Um, I think we normally get one about this time of year. I looked earlier on today at the last three or four years of Nintendo X, and we've always had one 
this week for what would be Gamescom or the week before. So there's a lot of showings there. And then the last three or four years, there's been a regular direct two weeks afterwards. So I'm fully expecting a direct September 3rd, is what I'm saying. September 3rd, okay, <laughs> I'm okay. Being, so I'm right, being I'm being specific because if it's right, I'll be like, well. <laughs> so, so next week we can say Nathan was right or Nathan yeah. was completely well, wrong. Not next right. week, the week afterwards. I think the week, week after. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm getting, getting ahead of myself, getting ahead of myself. But I mean, just because we've had a quiet year, I think people today are still going to be a little bit like, well, where's everything else? But mm. it's coming. Give them, give them a break. It's happening. So, so what kind of games are there left for t- for 2020 i mean like no more heroes 3 maybe mm-hmm. um kind of is, I, i'm kind of doubtful that's ever like this is going to come out this year i reckon that's going to be pushed um but beyond that i'm kind of i'm kind of struggling to think of any well, games i'm really looking forward bravely to bravely default to uh, two as well don't forget that if we get very that this exciting. year and uh i'm very excited about pikmin 3 pikmin 3 yes mm-hmm. coming out in october 30th of this year so that's one uh, game we do know that's coming out. First party Nintendo game we do know that's coming out. Lovely Halloween weekend game. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. So spooky, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I how, love how excited are you for that game coming out? Are you like a massive Pikmin fan? Well, you know, it wasn't until I played Pikmin 3. I actually hadn't played it. It's one of the GameCube classics that I didn't get around to. And I, my uh, partner at the time got this Wii U. And we bought it and I fell in love with the game. My only complaint was that it was too short because Mm. there was no DLC at the time. Uh, And seeing the deluxe and all that comes with it, all of the changes, um, it's going to be amazing because now we're adding the co-op through the storyline aspect. So you can rope your friends into it and get them obsessed with Pikmin. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So then you have all these complicated puzzles with the rock and the flying Pikmin added that are going to be that much more engaging because you have a human involved in the co-op aspect before you were switching between people if you recall or if you haven't played the game you were using your gamepad to switch between two people in solo mode and now you'll be able to do it all with someone else so that's very very exciting i got that news uh on the fifth i think so it's been it's it's not it's not new news but it's it's something you, you, in 2020 to be it, excited kind of like, yeah got excited yeah. about it <laughs> Um, did you go kind of go back and play the, the the previous games one and two, or you just you know I haven't yet, but now now it's incentive too, oh. right? <laughs> I mean, here's hoping they put them on the eShop in the run up to Pikmin three, hmm. but it, that makes so much sense. It makes me think Nintendo won't do it. I mean, I just I just think I better snap it up before it goes up on eBay and prices. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so what what kind of like Nathan? Have you played the Pikmin games? Are you like a big uh, fan? Yes. Or? I have. I was really lucky. I got into them. I never played it on the GameCube, but I got into them on the Wii with a new play control series. Um, because I, by the time I even found out kind of what it was on GameCube, it was so expensive already, man. It was like it was quite a rare game from the beginning. Um, so I picked it up on the Wii, absolutely loved it. And then the Wii U one, I think, was the first one that I was like, oh, wow, this series is actually really, really good. That one really engrossed me. It's beautiful on the Wii U. It was yes. easily, easily one of the best so looking game, uh, it's games. It's stunning. I'm like, I know everyone goes on about it, but that fruit looks like actually like fuzzy. I don't know how they did it. The juice mechanics at the end of the day, I'm so excited that more people are going to get to play it on Switch because it deserved a bigger audience. Like, it's a charming, really lovely franchise. So not that Nintendo don't have enough of those, but it's forgotten up against some of the bigger ones and just the opportunity for it to get the audience it deserves i'm so excited and that's why i think the multiplayer aspect is such a good idea because not uh, not not even just showing it to your friends now you're sharing it with your friends and that makes a difference it seems like a lot of these wii u games are getting a new life on the switch that didn't really get their day to shine on the wii u because wii u wasn't really such a successful console yeah. Uh, so you've got like Wonderful 101, for example, that was kind of like a cult thing. And then when it came to the Switch, it became this big deal. Um, same with this. And I'm wondering, you know, did, uh, Alex, you had a Wii U as well? I did, yeah. Like day one, queued up at Argos. Do you both still have yours? Yeah, I, 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 I gave mine away. Yeah, so. I, you I, gave I, yours I, away. I play mine often. It's the best way to play Wii games. And I love, I love playing old games. Okay. I don't have mine anymore. It's not with me. So... 
I'm, you know, well, how do you, how do you feel about it, Nathan? So you really like it? Yeah, I, lo I loved it. I didn't get it on um, release day because I was in university at the time. Um, but I did get it. <laughs> I remember I got it right after Wind Waker HD came out and I had Wind Waker HD before I had a Wii U because I got it for Christmas because I was like, I'm going to get a Wii U eventually. So they're like, well, that, well, we'll get this for you now. So I remember just kind of sat there looking at the box like, I wish I could afford a Wii U now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I got to catch up with it. But because I didn't get it day one, I never played New Super Mario Bros. U, but um, a, a few of the other ones. Such a lovely system, man. And it made that era of Nintendo made them do weird and quirky things out of this kind of, you know, let's throw some stuff and see what sticks. I think we saw a lot of things on the 3DS and the Wii U, like Game & Wario, like Pushmo, and them just throwing IPs and ideas out there that we kind of haven't seen as much on Switch. We've seen them go like, okay, well, that didn't work, so let's do a huge Zelda game they sell. Um, and we're way better off for those games, for sales, for the way that Nintendo looks as a company. I'm kind of missing those smaller, risky and idea-driven games. It kind of really like positive a, take. <laughs> it felt like the Wii U was kind of like a warm-up act for the Switch. You know, they were kind of testing, mm. seeing what was working and what wasn't, and kind of you know like taking it onto the next. So I wonder if the if the Switch would have ever existed if it wasn't for the Wii U. So I, I kind uh, of think we have the Wii U to thank for the Switch. Yeah. You guys have such a positive way of looking at it. Most people go, "Oh, the Wii U is trash." I mean, I have a very neutral look at it. It to oh, me, it was like trash. a transition. You know, I just see it as a transition. I think like you guys, maybe not like a so much positive as mm. it was kind of there. Yeah. Um, I, but I, I agree with Nathan, like was, it's backwards compatible, which is nice. I felt exactly. like I was the only one who kind of like, of my friends who had a Wii U, I kind of felt like the, the odd one out. Uh, yeah. Everyone had like, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, but no one had a Wii U. It's kind of those, yeah. those like, why yeah. would you, why would you buy that? You know, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of, I was like, I have to be different. I have to get there. Yeah. I have to get the Wii U. Telling my friends to come over, like, play Nintendo Land with me. And they're like, what oh, are you yeah. talking about? And I'm like, that it's was really like, fun. I was like, um, so I was going to say, so my, so my wife, like, she doesn't really play computer games, but Nintendo Land was the one kind of game that she like, was obsessed with. She would, mm. she'd ask to play it. She'd want to play it, especially like the, was it Mario Chase? Like, she loved playing that game. Mm. Uh, so I think that was like a real kind of like introduction to games. That was a perfect yeah. introduction to games for people. And that, it's a shame we didn't kind of get enough love. It's a good family, like, home console. And uh, I think that aspect of it and the backwards compatibility maybe saves it. Because so many of the best games from it are coming to the Switch, which is, you know, in general, more it's more portable. It has everything the Wii U had except for the double screen uh, and the mm -hmm. backwards compatibility. And like, like I said, that's sort of what saves it. Um, mm is that second screen so you can share it with the family and stuff. And so. the virtual console as well. Don't forget, we don't have that in the form it was on the Wii U. Uh, like, True. like we do now, you know, like I still have, um, like I've got Pokemon Snap on there. I've got the Zelda games. I've got like the N64 ones. And we, you know, the way the virtual console is right now, you know, we don't own those games and I don't like that. <laughs> it is what it is. I like a subscription service for many things, but when it comes to video games, especially games I love and I know I'm going to play for the next 20 years, I would rather just pay you and have it, mate. I really would. So, so we're kind of like, we talk about Wii U games, Annie, you kind of touched upon it there. Is, are there any other kind of Wii U games that are still left on the system that haven't made the leap to Switch that you want to make the leap to Switch? Or do you think that, you know, Pikmin, maybe Mario 3D Deluxe World, that's it? There's no other games that need to kind of make the leap? I think if I looked at the lineup, I might be able to point to one and say, ah, that one. But, mm. you know, I can't, none of them jump out at me and all the big ones have made it, uh, I think. So, so it's not worth owning a Wii U anymore, really, is, you know... No, Every I mean, game's I, made it to, to switch shows. Yeah. I just said what's, what makes it worth it. it. It's a unique console with the double screen aspect, and it's also got um, the backwards compatibility. So it's got some things that a Switch doesn't have. So mm -hmm. it's not worthless to have, but it's getting less valuable in terms of you know, exclusive games that you it's can not, get It's not it. a first-party game, but I really love Zombie U. Like, I love it. 
I love absolutely it. love that game. That's, that's, that's such an inventive use of the kind of the, the dual screens and mm-hmm. quite a departure for like a Nintendo game, quite like intense and scary. Uh, and, you know, when, when you died, you started as a new character. Absolutely love that kind of mechanic. Uh, I kind of wish that would come to Switch. Yeah, I would need yeah. a bit of polishing, I think. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but they did do a PS4 and Xbox version, didn't they? Mm. Just called Zombie. They they nixed the U. Um, so I don't know how much of it can be salvaged for Switch. But um, yeah, I think I had a lot of good ideas. You know, it's kind of like a rogue light in a way. Uh, you know, a lot of ideas that now are kind of way more commonplace. Um, and it was genuinely scary. The having to do things in real time, you know, you were looking at the game card controller to look at your backpack and you were uh, moving around with items and uh, ammo and stuff like that was quite scary. It was clever. And so moving on from that kind of, uh, we're talking about Wii U games that are making the leap to Switch. One that's rumored to make the switch, the, the leap to the Switch <laughs> is uh, Skyward Sword, Zelda Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of an Amazon listing kind of popped up uh, a couple of days ago. Um, and then was swiftly taken down. Uh, and uh, of course, it's it's next year is going to be the 35th anniversary of Zelda, like it's the 35th anniversary of Mario this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are, what are we kind of thinking? Is, is this true? Is it going to happen? I think it's going to happen. I, I think, I, not to bring up patterns again, but... Uh, Wind Waker HD came out 10 years after Wind Waker came out on the Wii U. Twilight Princess HD came out 10 years after Twilight Princess came out in 2016. And uh, 2021 is going to be 10 years after Skyward Sword, which was a 25th anniversary game. So I think maybe it's just something IG likes doing. Maybe it's just a way for them to bring the ideas they had to these games properly to life. But I, I... Maybe it's not happening soon, but I believe it. I think we're getting it. You think for 2021? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think we're going to have a big year for Zelda next year that's going to lead up to Breath of the Wild 2 for holiday. It's your second prediction. I feel like, Nathan, just out of <laughs> shot, you've got like a conspiracy board with lots of red kind of string, <laughs> just like this, you know, oh, it's two years um, since this and three years since this. And I do feel like that sometimes. <laughs> this is when I'm trying to sit down and like kind of... Being a Nintendo fan is hard sometimes, right? <laughs> especially especially when like they announced Breath of the Wild over a year ago, uh, like Breath of the Wild 2, sorry, and we hear nothing through no fault of Nintendo's and through world circumstances, but it's been a quiet year. And when you're one of your jobs is Nintendo news as well, come on. <laughs> Give us like a piece of candy. Give us a nugget. Yeah. Give us something yeah. to work with. Give us something to salivate over. <laughs> I think they want to wait till they can blow us away. You know, we all... Oh, I have, agree. We all have such strong memories of that E3 original Breath of the Wild trailer because oh we God, hadn't yeah. got enough before then. And then suddenly they blew us out of the water and it was all anyone could talk about for months. We'll yeah, hear I about- think people are spoiled <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> yeah, no That's how it happened. always was. That's how it always used to be, right? Gamers entitled? What? <laughs> so, so like, um, I, personally, I, I never played Skyward Sword. I just kind of, kind of missed that one out. So I played Twilight Same. Princess. Um, so, so, Nathan, why, why is it so good? Why does it deserve to come Switch? Okay, I. First of all, people are gonna bang on about the motion controls in this game, which were not bad. They were not bad. The motion plus was incredible. The motion controls in Twilight Princess were iffy, but like actually in Skyward Sword, they'd figured it out, they had years to finesse it. Yeah, there was that really bad E3 presentation where Miyamoto couldn't roll a bomb, but don't think about that. <laughs> it's, um, it's really clever. They built the different items around the motion controls. So they had stuff like, have you seen the buzzy beetle, like the bug that you control with the yeah. remote and stuff? Yeah. Stuff like that they couldn't have done before and it worked so well and it was so clever. And as soon as you start building puzzles and dungeons around that, it's such an interesting world. It does suffer from a little bit of a lack of content in terms of like the overworld. There's not that many bosses. So there is a repeating boss that a lot of people go on about, which, all right, I will concede that's not great. But the story is amazing. It's chronologically the very first Zelda game. It sets everything in motion and it explains a lot of things. And it's full of fantastic characters, regardless of it being the first. There's just like people like Groose, people can't stop talking about because it's just really fun. And the painterly art style, which was this kind of, all right, we 
won't give you Twilight Princess again, but we're not going to give you Wind Waker. They met in this middle ground of like, um, you know, proper like paint inspired impressionist art style that was incredible. I want to see that in HD more than anything. Absolutely. Like it was made to hide the flaws of the Wii, but put it on a modern console and think of what they can do with it. And I think that game with a little bit of finessing could be what it was meant to be, like a proper celebration of Zelda for the 25th anniversary, but for the 35th and do it right this time. Absolutely. I've never played it uh, at, like Alex. However, I know enough about it. I know everything about the story because mm. I like the whole timeline thing. I'm, it's one of the few Zelda games I haven't played, put it like that. Um, mm. And so um, what I do know about the story, it is, like you said, a like vital aspect of it to experience and know and it's the one thing that makes me want to play it that i just never got around to buying it and i kept my eye out at gamestop you know never yeah. just got around to getting it so i guess 2021 might be my chance if you like playing zelda games you're gonna have a really good time <laughs> in 2021 i don't need to look into a crystal ball to tell you that let's, let's hope so let's hope there's lots of kind of zelda games coming to the system um anna like what what games do you want to kind of uh, make that make their way over to Switch? Like some some Zelda remasters. Is there one game you're you're desperate to play again? I'm greedy. Um, <laughs> I know Majora's Mask came in 3DS, but that's not what I asked for. I want it. I want it on the Switch, and I want it now. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I would love to see Majora's Mask, uh, and I think. Um, I know we had A Link Between Worlds, but I would love to see a new realization of A Link to the Past in some way. I know that sounds kind of wild, um, but um, we had Link's Awakening and that was very uh, beautifully done. So maybe they could do something similar with the one Zelda game I tell people to start with usually. I say, try this and see if you like that and then try the 3D ones because that's like the crux of what the spirit of Zelda is. And I'd love to see that in the beautiful world of the Switch. Hmm. I'd love another kind of o Ocarina of Time, complete remaster, kind of maybe open it out again, kind of like have it like open world. That would be- So you're greedy too. Yes, yes, I would love that. <laughs> I've, I've played it, I've bought it so many times on different systems, but I would love it again. I would like completely pay 50 quid again. So you don't want a remaster though. You want a Final Fantasy VII star remake. Yes, I want like a, the like an overhaul. Yes, yeah, like open world, kind of like maybe on the you know Breath of the Wild engine. Just uh, it would be very controversial. Mm. Yeah, but I, I think I think you know I think enough people have played it now. You know, it's, it's been on enough systems that they kind of need to do something with it. I think that's the kind of almost like the most famous Zelda game that kind of get, I, get people. It's in. true, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Is what <laughs> I like to say. I I agree with you. I think Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask because they've had remakes recently. If they are ported, we're going to get HD versions of those remakes. But if we do get uh, sorry remasters, God, uh, but. <laughs> I would. I agree. I'd like to see. I'd like to see remakes of those. I would also love to see a link between worlds in the recent Link's Awakening style. Ooh. I don't think enough people understand that a link between worlds is top three Zelda games. It's it a is, fantastic game. It is literally one of the best. It is incredible and has some of the best dungeons in the entire series. Puzzle and story-wise, okay. it's mm. hands down one of the best Zelda experiences. It's like, just hard to recommend to people because a lot of people don't have the 3DS. Yeah. It, it is neck and neck with A Link to the Past for me. And I, wow. I mean that. And in, in Japan, it is called A Link to the Past 2. There you go then, yeah. Like, so so the, what are your number ones? Is it, is it Ocarina of Time or...? Right, so Breath of the Wild, I think, is the best game ever made. But I think Wind Waker HD is the best Zelda game. So my favorite Zelda game is Wind Waker HD, followed by Breath of the Wild, followed by Link Between Worlds, followed by Majora's Mask. Uh, and then it gets muddy. What about you, What's your kind of number one? What's the Majora's what's Mask the is definitely number one. Majora's Mask, mm. yeah, uh, yeah. And then I think I would put Ocarina right behind it. Um, and a link to the past and a link between worlds would quickly follow. Mm -hmm. uh, so and I really the like the Link's not... Awakening remake. So Breath of the Wild's that... not anywhere near. Not anywhere near the top. Because I'd say for me, like, it's the thing. I, I feel one. like it doesn't belong on the same list. 
like it's like not even the same genre like it's it, it is a, like nathan said one of the best games ever made i think i i don't know about the best like i haven't played a lot of games that people think are the best because i'm just not good at those kinds of games like dark souls and things like that but um i think it's among the best games of all time so it's mm -hmm. hard to put it like in my favorite list like <laughs> it's just like oh you live up here <laughs> see a lot of people a lot of discourse around breath of the wild not being a zelda game but i mean it's called zelda it's got zelda i don't mean that it, in a bad way if it, if it walks like a duck if it talks like a duck you know I, I think people are being very i think they're splitting hairs when they talk about that sort of thing and the series is allowed to evolve and will continue to evolve so Absolutely. right right now if it doesn't feel like a zelda game 10 years from now it will feel like the zelda game that's you know what that's the dream that's the hope i i hope mm. for that because i don't mean that as an insult when i say that i know it's... what you mean though it's such a departure <laughs> so, so how, how are they going to top it for for Breath of the Wild 2. I know a lot of people are kind of talking about they want to play a Zelda. That's the, that's the top mm -hmm. of the list. But what else can they kind of do? Because it's kind of, it's going to be built in the same engine as Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it might be set in the same kind of like the world. Um, so what else can they do to kind of elevate it and maybe, you know, challenge the kind of best game ever made status? Mm. Tough question, Perha tough question. Perhaps they could connect the map in a different way um in the last game they had the towers that it kind of felt very... quite like um quite ubisoft you know we have to all those like far cry games we have to kind of go to the top of the tower you know, mm. and enable the mast to see more of the map that kind of felt yeah a little bit kind of dated by the time it kind of yeah, came out it just feels a little yeah dated can try like i just feel like they could do that in a more seamless way. I know it's a massive map and I know that's, it works, but maybe there could be a more seamless way to unlock and show us the map. And one thing I liked about Breath of the Wild was how natural it felt to go from A to B and see this mountain and go from here to there. Um, mm -hmm. And in researching an article for another website, um, I found out that they based the map for Breath of the Wild on uh, the map of Kyoto uh, and so that's how, uh, or did I say, yes, I think it's Kyoto, because uh, that's where Nintendo headquarters is, and that's where the director of the game uh, grew up. So he's like, okay, let's put that over, lay that over, and the geography kind of matches that, but what they did in their brain was they're like, how long would it take for, to walk from this side of town to that side of town? Hmm. And I want to, I, I think they should retain and play into that even more. You know, we had the horses, we had the vehicles from the DLCs. Let's play into that even more and give us different ways to traverse the map besides just like teleporting from the towers. Hmm. I, I completely agree with you. I think um, a, a little bit more verticality as well is something I'm looking forward to because it's a huge world. So one of the things in, uh, uh, what's the word I want? concept art for, for Breath of the Wild was there was originally going to be a grappling hook and if ever you've played Just Cause 3, in Just Cause 3 you can use a parachute and a grappling hook to build momentum so you grapple pull yourself and then with the parachute pull yourself upward it's That'd an incredible, incredible that'd be so good it's a Imagine really incredible mechanic game, yeah. I, so I think we're going to get that and I'm looking forward to kind of what the powers in Link's arm is going to be because we see him hold up his arm with the mystical power in the trailer and um, again in concept art for Breath of the Wild we saw Link with a magic arm with many different uses for it so I think that's probably you know they, they love using Zelda concepts in different games and I think that's what we're going to get so I think instead of the runes this time he's going to have some magical abilities and I think that's going to change a lot of how we explore the world um, oh and so uh, Breath of the Wild is obviously based very heavily on Ghibli films. It's based on like, you know, the, tra the first trailer is a beat for beat Princess Mononoke. Um, so we have the Ghibli film Castle in the Sky, which uh, deals with a lot of, you know, obviously the floating castle, floating islands and stuff. I think a little bit like the floating islands in Twilight Princess and um, uh, Skyward Sword, we are going to have floating islands dotted around the map and we're going to have ways to get us to explore them. Um, so I think that is a way for us to have the same world altered and new things for us to explore. Oh, that's an interesting concept. Yeah, I like that. that I've done really a lot cool. of thinking about this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. And just, just quickly, 
durable weapons or no durable weapons? What were, you, what were we kind of thinking? It didn't bother me as much as it seems to bother everyone else. You can get whatever you need to get in all the places the enemies respawn. Mm -hmm. I never got that attached to a weapon that was that I could destroy. So I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but it didn't seem to bother me. It, it yeah. riles everyone else up. Like like I get riled up about. I won't even bring it up. Pokemon. <laughs> No, I, I completely agree with you. Durable weapons, it was chosen for a reason, and that's because they wanted you to experiment in this toy box they spent five years making. They didn't sense, want you to yeah. go in with one sword and use that sword throughout the whole game. That's why they put it in, and it works. You start to look at, like, what if I attach a squid balloon to a bomb and float it over with a leaf because I don't have a sword on me? Like, it, it made most of the unforgettable moments that people have in their brains. I think anybody that moans about it is being silly. If so you're that attached, uh, yeah. you can put it in your house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're agreed durable weapons stay. Yeah, 100%. Great yeah, stuff. I liked it. Um, so that, that kind, of, kind of wraps up the news of the week. Uh, so we're going to kind of move on to something I've been equal parts dreading and looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Nathan has a quiz for us. I do indeed. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, here we go. Uh, so <laughs> Game face green. on. <laughs> Okay, so bear in mind, this is the first quiz. I, I, I am in England. Uh, I quite often put on pub quizzes. So I've, I've done a few. I'm a, I'm a fun host, but I've never had to do one for a podcast. This is very different rules, so bear with me. Uh, okay. So I've, I've made a game called Review bob um, And it is a collection of zero-star reviews for Nintendo games. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a review, and you're going to give you both a chance to guess the game, and I'm going to keep going until you guess it. Oh wow, that's okay. Okay, hard. I like it. This is a great game. Mm -hmm. uh, you both get to guess. Uh, I'm gonna. F well, I say, who wants to go first? Uh. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. You can both guess. Whoever goes I'll first, go first, the other okay, person okay. might be like, "Oh, it might be that." That's all. It, yeah. That's all it's for. Yeah. But, but if you both say it and you both get it right, you both get the points. So, so these are switch games. Not all Switch games. Not all Switch okay, okay. games. Just Nintendo in general. In oh gosh, okay. I volunteer as tribute. Here we go. <laughs> um, but, but like I said, you both guess after each review. So okay, don't okay. worry. It's just one of you has to say it Ready. Okay, right. So, game number one. Uh, review number one. Game is utter disappointment. Controls are awful. Graphics are mushy. Soundtrack is disappointing, and there are hardly any new innovations or features when compared to previous titles. This series is really starting to show its age, and Nintendo really have to start putting more efforts to these games. You know what? I actually heard someone on Twitter say something about this, and we were just talking about it. I'm going to say Breath of the Wild. Ooh, Alex. Star Fox. Which one? Star Fox Zero. Mm, uh, unfortunately, no. Both wrong. Ah. So you both. There's there's three reviews for each one, and you get three points if you get it on the first one. Two points. Okay. So you both lose the chance for three points there. Review number two. <clears throat> I'm gonna. The thing is, I've copied these verbatim, so I'm gonna do my best to read them and not say the name of the game when it's written. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Weak story and character development. Although the game is playable, there was no drive for me to continue due to a lack of incentive to do so. I forced myself to beat this game because I beat every blank game before this one. I forced myself to beat this one. The story doesn't drive it. Um, uh, let's go with, are these, oh, these could be old ones. They're, they're from all of Nintendo's history. Oh, it doesn't say anything specific enough for me to get it. Um, I mean, you'll, you'll probably both get it on the next one. So Okay, this, all right. This is a chance uh, to get an extra point. All right, all right. Uh, I'll go with... I'll go with... Um, Mario Galaxy 2. Interesting. Alex? I was going to say Mario as well, actually, but I'm going to go maybe like Mario Sunshine. <laughs> Okay, unfortunately, no, you're both wrong. Ah! Right, last one. This might be a giveaway. Uh, that is, worst game ever. Why the F do you have to fight that effing black monster three times? First time, I really did not like that. Second time, I effing hate Nintendo. Third time, I stood up, took the game out, went to the street, put it in the street, and ate popcorn as I watched it get run over by a car. I don't know if that helps you. But... I am baffled. I'm absolutely baffled. <laughs> I think you're going to kick yourself when you hear it. 
it should help. It should help. Uh, the black monster detail should be the first thing. And black monster three times, yeah. I feel like if I knew it, I would be like, duh. Uh, something in my gut is telling me golden sun. Okay, interesting. Alex? I don't know. Um, uh, Pikmin. Mm -mm, both wrong. It is Skyward Sword. Ah. Oh, what? I know about Debbie, but I don't know about the monster. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. One of the fights is with uh, a giant black monster, and it's one of the main reasons people don't like the game, because you have to fight that monster over and over and over again. And That'd be a hard one for us. <laughs> Well, I didn't know you hadn't well. played it until just now. <laughs> okay, so that is zero points each, unfortunately. Can't help you there, guys. Okay, next game. I, I nearly read it out because I've got the, the game above my clues. <laughs> right, okay, so review number one. <clears throat> to be honest with you, this series is a wonderful series, but this is one of the games that pissed me off. The plot and gameplay is decent, but the physics are god-awful. When I tried to hop on the other side of the cube, it was rotating. It made me slide. No wonder why I activated cheats for this game. The other side of the cube. Oh, man. The other side of the cube. I don't know. Super Mario Sunshine? I'm thinking of those, like, upper levels, the sky levels and stuff. Interesting, interesting. Alex? I'm saying a Super Mario Galaxy. Ooh, okay. Uh, Anna, that's three points to you. Super Mario oh, Sunshine. No. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Holy crap. Yeah, oh, that is fantastic. I'm going to quickly read the other reviews. Number two was, I want some of what these reviewers were obviously smoking. Either that or I must be playing the wrong game. Graphics and sound are lovely, but the controls seem too loose for a Mario game. And the third person camera is the single worst third person camera I've ever experienced. Ooh. And uh, review number three was, he uses water for his attack, and he uses it to clean the island. I wouldn't waste my time playing a fake world. Ouch. Gamers <laughs> are never happy. I've had a really good time reading these reviews. Uh, fantastic three points, Anna. That is great. Oh, very well done. Okay, I was, okay. I was, I don't know, something about it. When you're in the sky levels jumping on cubes, it was you hard You look so happy with yourself as well. I, oh my gosh, I'm like, Mom, are you watching? I got a Mario question right. Okay, right. Game number three. And remember, this is all of Nintendo's history. Uh, not, yeah, not to give it away, but... <laughs> okay, review number one. <clears throat> uh, this game freaking sucks. I got it as a gift from a friend who told me it was fun, and so I naturally assumed it was a shooter. And I didn't even get to shoot anyone for like the first 15 minutes, but there might be shooting, I don't know, I got bored, and sold it after the third second puzzle. You'd be better off with a good game like Halo. Ooh, ooh. Oh, man. Like Halo. It, it kind shooting of puzzles. gives it a little bit of a timestamp. Mm but I'm bad at that. Um, mm -hmm. But I think shooting and Nintendo, and there's two series that I think of, I don't think either of them really coincides with Halo. Mm -hmm. So, um, oh, you know what? You know what, actually? I'm going to go with, oh, but I don't remember the name of it. I'm going to say, my guess is going to be really obscure. It's that Star Fox for GameCube. <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah, that was going to be my one. <laughs> was it Star Fox Adventures? Um, but I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I say, can't remember the name. I'm gonna say my Pik friend had it. Pikmin Two. <laughs> Interesting. You're both wrong, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, yeah. No. I, you you paid a little bit too much attention to the shooting aspect of that. Uh, this player clearly thought the game was a shooter and was disappointed. Uh, review number two. <laughs> Half the questions aren't in correct English and don't make grammatical sense. It's impossible to solve a riddle when a specific valuable word has been replaced by a similar word that doesn't actually have the same definition. Maybe if they check to see if half the text made sense, it would be good. As it stands, it's just a poor excuse of a puzzle game. Mm. Uh, I'll say Professor Layton and the, I don't know, what was the one before Unwound Future? I'll say the first one. Uh, uh, oh, well, I'll say Unwound Future because that's the one in my brain, I guess. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Alex? Just a shot in the dark. Brain training? Okay. Uh, fortunately, both wrong. Can't give it to you. 
so I'm confused by this puzzle aspect. That's going to really kind of like trouble me. You, 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 you're both around the same area. Uh, right, mm. so review number three. I really don't understand the love that this game gets whatsoever. The story is not interesting in the slightest, which is one of the most important parts about the game. First off, it takes forever to start the quest that the main characters come to the village for, as the game drags it out with the things such as finding cats. It's bothersome. I don't find the characters in the village mem memorable in the slightest. I find it boring. Finding cats. I would think I would be like hype. Oh, you find cats in this game. Mm -hmm. Nintendo game where you find I, I, I think that's I throwing stumped. me off a lot. Yeah, yeah I'm super I stumped. Uh, all right, bit. I'll just go with Scribble Nuts. I don't know. Unlimited. Is this like so? This is a Nintendo. Is it a first party game or just on on a, on a Nintendo system? It was only on Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendogs. Okay, you're both wrong. <laughs> Going to kick yourself, Professor Layton and the Curious Village. Ah, you were close. You were close. <laughs> When you were like, oh, maybe I'll, oh. I was like, what's the name of it? I was just way off every time. Yeah, it's, the, it's Professor Layton and the Curious Village. Unfortunate. Right. Uh, we've got two more. I'll get through them. Next game. Review number one. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm starting to think now. I maybe have written down two long reviews. But that's all right. That's fine. I'll make the quiz shorter next time. I think I'm about to sound like an idiot. These are all reviews for the same game. <laughs> Oh, I what, just realized uh, that. <laughs> oh, well, the, it's three reviews for one game, yeah. I just realized that. That would have. <laughs> that's, that's that <laughs> I realized that now. <laughs> I didn't oh, understand it right know. at first. Well, oh my gosh. <laughs> it just clicked, and I was like, oh, that would have made my guesses a lot more specific. Okay, this time I got it. I should have explained it better. I'm so sorry. Okay, it's so. Okay. No, I'm just an airhead. Next game, three reviews for that one game. Okay, so first review. Uh, there is so much to do, you wouldn't have the chance to even try everything once you sell it. To me, this is a waste of time. The effects are cheesy, but it doesn't, doesn't have that cheeky quirk crap like last time. But it's weak, it's no fun, it's slow, boring, and dull, a dud. Just makes the Wii look even more worse. Just awful. Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Interesting. Alex? Oh... <sighs> Ah, uh, I want to say like a Pokemon game, but I don't know what was. Was there a Pokemon game on the Wii U? Uh, on what? There, there was on the Wii. There was on the Wii U, but there uh, it was like Pokemon Rumble and Pokken. Uh, Pokemon Rumble. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, uh, Anna, you got that one. Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Ah, oh my gosh! Was, did I steal your well. answer like again? Lagging behind. That is oh, three yeah. points again. So the remaining reviews were worst game ever. Go do yourself a favor and buy a 360 or PS3 where there is good fighting games. There will never be a good fighting game on the Wii unless it uses original controls. This game is mediocre, kiddish, immature, pointless, <laughs> boring. Go buy SmackDown versus Raw if you're too cheap to buy a 360 or PS3. Whoa, scathing. I know, I love it. And the third one. Loved the new characters, stages, and game modes, but the multiplayer by itself earned this game a zero. Now, any player, no matter how bad, can recover, break combos due to tripping, and keep up with more competent players because of Brawl's painfully slow frame rate. Also, why did they take out wave dashing? I feel like you would have got it from that one. That would have given it away. I also wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said Brawl. Hmm. Yeah, I would give it away. Cool, okay, final one. Uh, that is right, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, because there was another zero. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, I mean, Alex, you can't I can just win. say face now, right now, can I? You can't, you I can't, can't even win, win yeah. But, you know, something can happen. Uh, okay, final game, three <laughs> Extra reviews points? for the same game. Yeah, well, let's, let's say this one's double points. So if you get it on the first one, it'll be even. Good. Hey, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> cool, review number one. Do you have a job? How about a significant other? A pet? Bills to pay? Other responsibilities that occupy a lot of your time? Then don't buy this game. Seriously, the last thing you want in your stressful life is a nagging video game scolding you when you haven't picked it up every day. I think this I is only on consoles? I can't tell you that. On Nintendo. Again, they're all Nintendo games? Um, I think I know. What? I, 
I'm gonna guess, uh, this is a weird guess, I'll say Pokemon Go. I'm I mean, gonna say I'm... Animal Crossing New Horizons. Interesting, interesting. Okay, you're both wrong, unfortunately. Ah. And I'm gonna use this opportunity to tell you I wouldn't have put in a phone game here. Okay. They're all gonna be Nintendo console games. All right. Okay, all right, review number two. This game's so stupid. I can't believe my parents wanted me to play it because they think school is what I should go to. And I don't want to be a stupid nerd. All these losers who rated it above zero are just dumb and have no intelligence. If you want to play an awesome game, then go play cool PSP games or Xbox and PS2 because Nintendo is for kids and I'm mature enough to know that. Going to school. <laughs> now I'm on a steal the... I guess brain training? Interesting, okay. Uh, Fire Emblem, Three Houses. Okay. That was a good guess. Mm. Uh, Anna, you've won. That is is brain training. (laughs) I stole your answer from the other round. I was like, ooh, you said that last time. Oh my god, I'm awful. I, I'm, now I'm kicking myself a lot less for not understanding the game till halfway through. I mean, you would have got Professor Layton, yeah. I was like, I had that one in my head because that's the first one I played, but yeah. I couldn't name it, so wow. fair and is fair. Do you wipe the floor with me? That's incredible. No, I was re- expecting you to wipe the floor with me. <laughs> the, la- the last review is, uh, you would think that you would discover more exciting things while playing, but about the most thrilling thing in the game is being able to design your own stamp to mark off days that you've used the game. Also the fact that when you say the doctor in the game's name in the title screen, he jumps. Oh. Nice. I feel like, again, that would have given it away. <laughs> well, I've been well and truly humbled there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's right. well, well, is it how many points did Anna get? I got zero. Uh, she got eight. Wow, okay. I, I bow down, I bow down. Out of a, out of a possible 15. <laughs> that Nintendo knowledge is just like incredible. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. No, no, no. I think yeah. it was just a lot of lucky guesses. Shots in the dark. I'll think, well, of a qui- I'll think of a quicker quiz next time. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to the next quiz. I'll be there like, kind of yeah. like study up, I think, and just like throughout the, the whole Nintendo history, just kind of uh, really go for it. Can't let my hubris get the best of me now. <laughs> Right, well, I think that's kind of uh, t- uh, all about time we kind of got time for. So um, thank you very much, Nathan and Anna. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you mm-hmm. about the, uh, the week in Nintendo land. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, if you like this video, don't forget to like and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.